Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. And we've got another boardroom chat. Yay. Hallelujah. <laughs> Yay. Praise God. Number 120. 120. I'm keeping up with this. You're keeping up with that, 120. <laughs> Praise the Lord. What a blessing of the Lord. It's a good I hope you enjoy these boardroom chats. You know, everywhere we go preaching, people always comment either on the faith, the facts, or your glorious living, yes. or boardroom chats. So evidently, it must be working well. I think it is. We, they watch a lot of different things. Sometimes someone told me they binge watch it. Binge watch it. That's a blessing <laughs> that's, that's of the a Lord. New term. But we kind of like to go what God tells us to go. And sometimes right. He'll tell us to repeat things because, you know, just because you heard it once don't mean you got it. That's but we're truth. not doing that today. But I'm just saying, so I don't mind speaking something that I spoke last week if He tells me to just do it again, you know, well, that you, kind of you stuff. You sing a song more than once. We it's sing okay a song and I preach a message. I remember Will Roberts used to tell me, used to tell me before he went home to be with the Lord. He said, you hadn't preached a message unless you preach it a hundred times. I thought, a hundred times? <laughs> but, you know, and every time I've preached a message more than once, I got something new out of it. Yeah. Then I realized that God don't have any new tricks. I mean, if Satan don't have any new tricks, <laughs> I mean, God ain't got any tricks at all. But <laughs> Satan don't have any new tricks. What he's doing in Los Angeles, he's doing in New Orleans, or he's doing in New York. See, it doesn't make any difference. The devil don't have nothing new. Yeah. He just swaps around and go to different states and countries trying mm -hmm. to fool people. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about something that... Um, a lot of people have asked me over the years, and I'm just really amazed that they asked me that because maybe they've found ministers or Christians that have done this. I said, but Jesse, you ever thought about backsliding? Hmm. I mean, I, I, if I've had that question once, God, I've had it, <laughs> I'm going to say conservatively a hundred times. Oh, not in a, one year, but I'm talking about total. I said, no, no. And they can't get over that with all the temptations and, you know, trials and tests and whatever you call it in the world. You've never thought about just quitting? No. What about, have you ever been attacked real hard? Yes. Ferociously, I mean, you know, persecuted royally. I bear the marks of a Christian as far as that's concerned. And, but I never thought about leaving God, and I'm going to tell you why. Mm -hmm. And we're going to go to 1 John, and John was the apostle of love. I mean, the man was just dripping with love. I mean, it was just amazing. Yeah, he referred to himself in that way, the one whom Jesus loves. Yeah, he said, I'm the, I'm the disciple whom Jesus loves. Instead of loves. saying, I'm John, I'm the one Jesus he loves. Said, I'm the, yeah, and I think if I made the other disciple a little <laughs> mad, he said, I just can't help him because he was such a nice man. <laughs> but he has this wonderful scripture in, in, one, in 1 John chapter 5, and I'm going to tell you why I have not thought of backsliding or backsliding or have scandals with women or money or, you know, whatever you hear that happens quite often in ministry and a lot of other things too. Not that I'm better than them, but this is the scripture. And I realize I've lived this every day since I was born again. Because you knew me before I was saved, married to me. I was a sinner of sinners. I was a chief, a chief of sin, like the Apostle Paul said. I mean, I, taught, I think I taught the devil some things he didn't know. That's how bad I was as far as that. And I didn't care. It didn't make any difference whether anybody liked it or not. I just did whatever I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But let me show you why when I, I became a new creature, I never had this problem, but I had to do something. And I do this with this verse says all the time. And it's 1 John chapter 5, mm -hmm. and it's verse 18. It, it would say, we know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not or doesn't practice sin. But he that is begotten of God, that means born again, keepeth himself. Mm -hmm. Keepeth himself. Let me say it again. Keep it himself. God's not keeping you. He can keep you, but you have to do your part. Right. Keep it himself. And I like what the last statement, and that wicked one toucheth him not. Then verse 19, and we know that we are of God and the whole world lieth in wickedness. And boy, if that's the truth today, I mean, the world is in wickedness in ever which way, shape, or form. 
Uh, Europe right now, almost all of it is agnostic or atheist, and yet the gospel was preached out of Europe. And yet you, you got churches that, that are beautiful cathedrals and I mean, just, and most of them, they're closing and all kinds because people don't even believe in God anymore. That's verse 19. And verse 20, and we know that the Son of God has come and hath given us an understanding. That's this one, Jesus, when he was walking with John, that we may know him that is true, and we are in him that is true, even in his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. Little children, keep yourself from idols. Amen. Go back to verse 18. We know. Then say, we believe. Right. We know, which is better than belief, right. that whosoever is born of God doesn't practice sin or sinneth not, but he that is begotten of God keepeth himself, and that wicked one toucheth him not. So when temptation comes, and it does, spiritual, physical, financial, whatever, what do you do with that? I keepeth myself. Mm -hmm. Usually, if I talk to the devil, I say, that's all you got? That's all you can do? Because everything he does is in the flesh. He doesn't do anything in the spirit. Because he's not a spirit devil, he, 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 he's not a faith devil, he, he's a flesh devil. So he only right. can champion the flesh. I've said that hundreds and maybe thousands of times over my preaching career, if you want to call it as such. I keepeth myself. Right. right. And to me, that's not hard to do when Christ is in you, the hope of glory. I, I think I did one of the boardroom tracks that we are a new creation. Yes. Old things are passed away. I think I did one of uh, uh, that particular verse. Well, old things are passed away, but it, it's passed away, but that doesn't mean it doesn't come around. It's right. passed away for me, but to, for me not to even look at it, I just keep it myself. Right. Now, I'd like you to read that. In the, you have the Amplified? The Amplified is what read I have that. here And first. I want you to listen. The Amplified really ex explains oh, it strong. Oh, it's wonderful. It says, we know absolutely that anyone born of God does not deliberately and knowingly practice committing sin. But the one who was begotten of God carefully watches over and protects him. Christ's divine oh, presence man, so within him preserves him against the evil. And the wicked one does not lay hold, get a grip on him or touch him. Well, I, had a, I was surprised. That I, I, it, this happened not too long ago, maybe six, eight months ago. I had a minister say, so you've never committed adultery? I said, well, have you? Oh, yeah, but the Lord's forgiven me. I, well, I'm not saying the Lord can't forgive you. That's not the issue. But... No. And now why did he do that? He didn't keep himself. That's right. That's right. You know, he, some people try to blame their wife or that, well, you know, she don't treat me the way she said, no, that's a bunch of hogwash. You're just lying there. That's an accuser of the brother and Satan is an accuser of the brother. You just didn't keep it yourself. See, and so many people say, I just don't know how the devil got to me. You did not keep it yourself. If God told you to become a tither and a giver and, some, and you don't do that, then you see, and, and, and all of a sudden Satan comes in and destroys everything you got, it's because you didn't keep yourself. Yeah, well, you're talking about free will. Free and will. There's a debate about that between pre free will and predestination. You know, right. we've all got kinds to know what mm -hmm. we believe, but we believe that once we know God, we're changed from the inside out. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we're not prone to sin. No. Sin is is opposite of, That's of our lifestyle. It's like oil and, and water. And it, it does not mix. And if you if you do sin, it's because you're doing it willfully. That's right. Right? Yeah. What you're doing, well, well you're, you're actually, being you're being tempted. Drawn off. Yeah, and what happened, you're being tempted and then you yield into temptation. But you do have the power to resist, if oh, you will. The Bible and, said resist the devil, then say assist him. Right. So, but the beautiful thing is, that even if we fail and mess up, God does forgive. Sure but he, he does. does want us to change. But why do you have to mess up? See, you don't have to mess up if you keep it to yourself. That's right. Okay, you heard me just say this a while ago. Uh, I, I don't believe in tithing. Well, you don't have to if you don't want to. You don't have to believe in salvation. You don't have to believe in healing. You don't even have to be saved if you don't want to. 
You see what I'm saying? But you know what? Well, I don't tithe because that's under the law. That's not under the law. That predates the law so many times. I'm not here to argue with you, but let me tell you why I love to tithe. I don't look for places to not give. I'm always looking somewhere in the scripture where I can give to be a giver because the Bible says that he rebukes the devourer for my sake. Forget about law. Forget about grace. Forget about all that stuff and just read, he rebukes the devourer for my sake. Right. Now, why does he do that? Because I don't touch what is holy and what is his. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah. when he created that lady over there, that's a holy woman, especially the church. How can you go commit adultery with her or how she can commit adultery with her when God created her holy? Because you did not keep it yourself. I had a, we had a preacher one time. Um, uh, my mother and father really liked this preacher. This guy could preach the horns off a of billy goat. I mean, this boy was good. He was a good-looking man. He was a wonderful person. You knew his daughter. You went to school with his daughter. Yeah. Uh, and uh, anyway, to make a long story short, he committed adultery with the piano player. Of course, that destroyed the church and that destroyed him. Not that he didn't, uh, you think he went to hell? No, I think he repented. And I, I, he, I, he's not here no longer on the earth. I believe he's in heaven. I believe he repented. But he didn't have to do that. Let me give you an idea. You start to look at this woman, you might say, she's beautiful. Let's just get, let's, let's get blunt. She's beautiful and she got a good figure. And it, they ain't, see, you hadn't sinned there. You're not even tempted. That's just called normal. That's what people are. But when you begin to focus and think, hmm, hmm, and you begin to let Satan put his thoughts, and you know what I call them? Floating thoughts. Yeah. They start floating around. And the minute you speak them, the minute then they begin to plant themselves inside of you, then you're not keeping yourself you and you're heading it. for destruction. Dwell on it, meditate, entertain those and, thoughts. And then eventually Take you manifest the, the thought. Take a by thought saying. by saying it. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I learned to keep with myself. Now, there's been times uh, I don't have problems with women. I don't have problems with drugs, money, uh, any of that. That doesn't tempt me whatsoever. Uh, but what I've had problems with, it might be because of my negative aggression, well, has been my temper. I mean, I got a temper for, and I'm not big enough to whip nobody, but, you know, a baseball bat can do some pretty good damage. You know what I'm saying? If you had to look at it, you know, because, I mean, I pick up a baseball bat before I was saved. And there's been times I wanted to pick up a baseball bat after I was saved. Oh, of course. You know, I got very, I don't have to say it that good, of course. You know? I mean, it's true. Well, everybody but has what I, why didn't you do it? Why didn't you knock the that. guy's brains out? I'll tell you why. I kept myself. Kept yourself. And the wicked one toucheth me not. See, right. that doesn't mean the wicked one, wicked one cannot get around you. Right. But he can't touch you. Mm -hmm. See, that's a whole nother level when he begins to touch you. See, when he first puts a thought in your mind, he's, he, he's not touching you. He's floating. Mm -hmm. Once you accept that thought, speak that thought, think that thought, now he's touching you, mm -hmm. and then you begin to manifest what he wants you to manifest. Right, and the thoughts come in different ways. Sometimes it'll come with, like the enemy will say something to you. Maybe your own thoughts. When there's, sometimes there are thoughts from other people. I was just thinking about, and they, they speak them out, the thought that, that uh, Peter had when he told Jesus, when Jesus was talking about how he was going to be crucified, and Peter was correcting him. <laughs> yeah. And what did Jesus do? He said, get thee behind me, Satan. He wasn't talking to Peter. He's talking to the devil that was motivating mm -hmm. Peter to say those things which were contrary to God's plan yeah. for him. What are you saying today that is contrary to God's plan, like Kathy just said? Think about that for a minute. What, what, you know, what is your conversation 
And uh, what, what are the words that are coming out of your mouth that are contrary to the word of the living God? I remember talking to someone and telling them, you know, giving testimony how you were getting born, you got born again, and, and they really wanted their husband to be born again, and they, but they said, boy, that'll never happen. Like, that well. was impossible. <laughs> they were speaking things contrary to what really God's will is. God's will is that all men be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. That's right. So really, we need to have our thoughts and our words aligned with what God said if we want to see the promises well, you know, come well, to pass in our well, life. Well, how could that person get saved when they said well, that, that will never they were happen. Believing they were for their husband. Yeah, I know, but how can a husband get saved? If you, the minute you say, oh, I'm, I want them to get saved, but that will never happen. They, yeah, they well. didn't understand the concept, yeah. and it's a, it's a learning process. It's a new thing for a lot of people. It was a new thing for me when I first discovered that. Right. Because you were doing a whole lot of things that I could have said the very same thing. Oh, yeah, but I wasn't saved in those days, you know. In fact, God don't even yeah. remember that. Mm -hmm. none. Oh, See, so he I'm not going to remind him. Right. He, uh, <laughs> he expunged my record. It's gone. Gone. It didn't even exist. You see, you got to understand what you are made up of. You're made of incorruptible seed. I want to go to that scripture real quick, and uh, then we'll come back to First uh, John five two. Go with me. Let's see. Let's see where that's at. Let me if I can think what, of what it. What are you looking for? Uh, the words? I'm looking I can for, search it. for First Peter chapter one, verse twenty three. Okay. First Peter. I think. I think that's I'm, I'm Hebrew James. I think so. At the First Peter chapter one verse twenty three. Yeah, I was right. He says, "Being born again." not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. In other words, not, it, not only does it live, it must abide. Mm -hmm. And you're the temple that it abides in. Notice this. That's who you are. First, what do you feel or not? Peter what? What's well, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23, first. how you keep it to yourself. Well, I, I can't do that, but just in the same world. Yes, you are. Yes, you can. But 1 Peter 1, 23 says, being born again. And then if you look at 1 John 5, 18, we know that whosoever is born of God, that's me and being born again. Mm -hmm. right? Watch this. Not of incorruptible seed, but of, uh, uh, but of being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. So when the devil says, you just got the sin. No, no, I have been birthed again. I've been born again of incorruptible seed. Mm -hmm. See, and First John 5, 18 says, uh, you have been born of God, and how do you keep the devil? By you keeping yourself. Now, you have that. You want to read that in a different translation? I can. I was just looking at all of them right here. There's so much here. They're all get, good. Get any one you want, because this is well, going to come out good. First, uh, this amplified. You have been regenerated, born again, not from a mortal original seed or sperm, but from one that is immortal by the ever-living and, oh, God, and lasting word. Okay. Do you have another translation on that? This, that was, yes, I have lots yeah, of I mean, Now watch Let's this. Do the NLT. You say you can't keep yourself. Look how many scriptures is telling you, you're born of God. You can. You're yeah. not corruptible. You're incorruptible. Born of incorruptible seed. Read it again, uh, This God. is the NLT. For you have been born again, but not to a life that will quickly end. Ah. Your new life will last forever because Praise it comes God. from the eternal living word of God. My God. You got Isn't passion in it? Or, or, I do. Or message. Get the message. I, the message. Let's see okay. what the message is. Now, message. Do you see what I'm saying here? I hear people say all the time, but I can't help myself. Now, you're lying to yourself. You're not keeping yourself. You're not keeping yourself. Uh, yeah, you're born it. again by the living word yeah. of God. It says, just this is the message Bible. It says, your new life is not like your old life. Hallelujah. I like that. It says, your old birth came from mortal sperm. Your new birth comes from God's living word. Just Ooh. think, a life conceived by God himself. 
That's strong. And that's, that is strong. That's what happened to Mary. When she right. says, be it unto me, even. even as thou hast said, God's word, she accepted it. My God. And that and was the... Jesus was birthed. That was the seed. That was the seed. The, See, the word seed. Now, when she said that, what was she doing? She was keeping herself. She was agreeing with God. And I like what she said later on. She said she pondered these things in her heart. In her heart. Now, that's what I'm talking about. So many people always making an excuse they can't help themselves. That's a lie. You've already been helped by the Holy Spirit. And all you got to do now is do your part. He's doing his part. Yeah. Keep it yourself. And the wicked one toucheth him not. I've been down on three airplane crashes. How come I have not died? I kept myself and the wicked one couldn't kill me. Right. That's, that's the, in life and the power of the tongue. That's the key right there. They that love us shall eat the fruit there. You're responsible for what you do. The enemy right. does tempt, but ultimately we're responsible for the choices that we make. Right. You know, we all grew up with that when we were younger. I don't know what year it was, but there was that comedian that would say, the devil made me do it. The devil made me. That's <laughs> and, a, a, and they would they would make a joke about that's it. That's a Flip Wilson. Flip Wilson. The devil so in the corner, in the dark. <laughs> the devil made me do it. No, the devil can't make you do anything unless you. He could tempt, you but you still have a choice. You don't you have to listen That's to right. him. In fact, you can shut him down. Remember how you t would tell how you would shut down the devil even before you yeah, knew. Yeah, this before is before you even knew God. I want to say that again. When I was a sinner, let me just say your flesh, that old stinking flesh, is still stronger than the devil. Save the unsaved. That's the free will that God gave man. And let me tell you why. I mean, you right. know, I mean, Satan was sometime when I was out in the world drinking, crazy, doing everything. The devil would tell me, go out and get drunk, go out, take some drugs, go out and mess around, do everything. And I'd say, I, now this, and I was a sinner. And I did a lot of it. But there was times I said, no, nah, I ain't going to do that. I'm too tired. I'm going home. And I'm just going to bed. Now watch this. I just shut the devil down in the flesh. And I wouldn't even say it. Now, if I could shut the devil down. I think it's because I was praying. Yeah. In the flesh, <laughs> how much more can we shut him down yeah. since we're born again? Mm -hmm. Made of incorruptible seed. Are you getting what I'm saying here? Mm -hmm. See? So let me just say this. This is so powerful. You're keeping yourself. Some people never get fat. They have the tendency to get fat. Why do you if talk they about eat too much? Too well, much. because it's called normal. <laughs> it's the whole world's dealing with that. Uh, you know no. how many billions of I'm dollars? Joking, I'm joking. I know, joking, but let me just think. help you there. <laughs> how much billions of dollars is spent on diets and, uh, I don't know, food plans, whatever you call it, whatever. Watch it. Uh, but you don't have to. Now, I'm a man. I'm not crazy. I, I don't eat a lot of sugar. I don't, you know, I, 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 I don't pull on me, but I like that second portion. I like that quote, second helping, because I want to help it myself. Instead of keeping myself, I want to help it myself. You see what I'm saying? And if you go to Chick-fil-A, instead of getting six nuggets, you want 30 of them. You know what I'm saying? Because you can just pop them like popcorn and don't even realize how much food you're eating. Okay, what my point is you did not keep yourself. Self-control, you're talking about. That's my point. It was the same way in the it's spirit world about sin. It's the fruit of the spirit if self control. Yeah, I mean, and, and, you, and when you understand what I'm talking about, okay, let's get to the point of tithing and giving. Now, some people don't believe in tithing. Well, you don't. Okay, don't. I do. And let me tell you why, because I keep with myself. I don't let my money control me. Aha, let me get to the point here. I control my money. It has nothing to do with the law or not the law, or anything. Let's just be honest. You don't want to do it, you don't want to do it. That's because your money's controlling you. Yeah, and, and it's Instead also, of you controlling your money. It's also a love thing. It's not a works thing, but right. faith works by love. That's and right. it's all connected. You keep it yourself, see? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, that's what I'm saying. So I, I just enjoy, I like a lot of things in the Old Testament I truly enjoy. 
of reading, and I don't mind uh, in, incorporating them into my lifestyle, really even though I'm not, I know I'm under a better covenant. Right, there's right. still some great and wonderful things. In fact, the law was God's own spoken word from his own mouth, which was perfect. And the reason why Paul said there's no good thing in the law, because everyone that was trying to keep it wasn't born again. Right. No one was born again until Jesus died, resurrected, and ascended. Then he breathed upon them to receive the Holy Spirit. But his salvation kicked in then, see? You got to understand that. That's pretty simple. God didn't give you grace so you could sin more or, or, you know, or to stop discipline in your life. See, he gave you grace because none of us could hardly keep it because most people didn't know how to keep it themselves. But when you learn how to keep it yourself, there's some of these are diet plans. They'll show you how to lose weight. Then they'll show you how to get off the diet and still have maintain. change the life, not just maintain, but change the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Something I think that's right. I'm not, I don't know what all that stuff, but I heard someone say that, I mean, you'd be surprised. Billions and billions of dollars uh, have been spent on that. And, and, and people say, well, it's in my genes. Well, it may be, but it's outside the genes on the other side. You know what I'm trying <laughs> to say? That kind of stuff. But I mean, you can still control it. You can still do what you have to do to stop it. Because I tell you, if they wire your jaw shut, you're going to die skinny. skinny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who you are. Jeans or no jeans. Yeah. You're going to die skinny. <laughs> but when you keep it yourself, now I know I'm making it fun. I'm trying to make it so simple that you can't misunderstand this. Uh -huh. You have to keep yourself. It's doing your part in every area. Right. How many times you want to sleep in on Sunday? Do you ever notice that you sleep better on Sundays? You know why? I mean, it's because it's, it's the Lord's day. I mean, you know, it's just such a blessing of God. You know, you, but no, your kids, they, you got to pull them out of bed on Sunday. Saturday, man, they're up at 5 o'clock in the morning looking for some cereal and milk or want to watch some TV or cartoons. Or, okay, but Sunday, uh, you know, because the devil don't want them going to church. And sometimes you get up, let's just face it, you don't want to go to church. You know that's true. Let me help it. Sometimes it's Sunday and I don't want to go to church. <laughs> My own flesh. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus and I keep it myself. And when I'm not in church, either I'm writing a partner letter, I'm traveling somewhere, or I'm doing something. Because I've learned to learn to keep myself. And, 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 and then by keeping myself, I can ask anything to the Lord. I know his perfect will for me, spiritually, physically, and financially. How do I know that? First John chapter 5. Verse 14, and this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Verse 15, and if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of him. Well, how do you know the will of God? But Jesse, I keep it myself. And because then I know his will. When you know his will, then you know his way. Yeah. And when you understand his way, then you can understand Paul said, we're of the way. Which way? The truth, he's the truth, the life in every area. Overflowing to, abundantly to people see and say, there's something about that man. There's something about that woman. Just a while ago, we went to lunch and uh, I was standing in line. This man was in front of me. I've never seen him before, my big, big, big man. And he turned around and he said, you look so familiar. I said, I'm a preacher. Oh, you're that preacher on television. He said, yeah. I said, yeah. A lot of preachers on television. I don't, but he seemed to remember. I said, I'm Jesse. Yes, yes. How you doing? Anyway, he ordered his meal, and I was ordering my mind. I was, and to make a long story short, he said, keep. And I caught the word keep. Mm -hmm. Keep. And then he said the other thing, keep, keep up the good work. Keep. I like that. Mm -hmm. And the Lord told me on this boardroom chat, keep. Mm -hmm. Keep. Keep with himself. Keep up the good work. Keep up your blessing. Keep up your healing. Keep up your giving. Right. Keep up your salvation. Keep up your Holy Ghost. Just keep it. 
keep up, keep your wife. Don't try to trade her in. You know, she might be 40, you're trying to get 220s. You're going to kill yourself. 220 <laughs> will kill you. You understand? Know? <laughs> Electricity. That's what I heard. It'll destroy you, you know? I mean, just silly things. But if you keep yourself, my God. The wicked one can't touch you. You know, I believe that's why we hadn't been sick. We have spent almost zero dollars compared to other people. When Jody was a little girl, hardly ever in the hospital. Uh, uh, you were in the hospital, me in the hospital. I don't think you have been in the hospital since we've been married, I don't right, think. Right. I mean, I'm, think Except about it. to give birth to Jody. Yeah, you give birth to Jody. <laughs> it, it, but my point is, not that we got more faith than you, but we might have a little more work ethic by keeping ourselves mm -hmm. in the goodness and in the holiness of God. Right. That's what, that's what Joseph did. <laughs> Joseph was the only Jew that I know of at that time in Egypt, as far as that was concerned, and this woman made a play for him. He said, how can I do this great wickedness and sin against my God? That's good. That's true. What, how could that young man stop? I mean, because he's young, and boy, he was attractive-looking, good-looking man. How could he not do that? He kept himself. So don't tell me it's not in the Old Testament. Joseph did it. It's in the Old Testament. It's in the New Testament. It's everywhere if you just... Keep it to yourself. What do you it's think? true. I love that. It's so true. And I was just, I appreciate that about Joseph, how he could have just done it and nobody would have known. But he left and he fleet, ran away from that. Well, he was a man of honor. You know, you really have to take ownership of your own choices. And, yeah. set, and there's so many people, they'll pass the blame. Oh, they'll make an excuse. Oh, it's because of someone else did something. No, regardless of what happens on the outside, you have a, a decision to make on your own. That's right. In your own heart, whether you're going to listen to other people follow the crowd, or are you going to make a stand? It, 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 it's just so simple. You see what I'm saying? For example, I have a lot of people, I have a lot of women around me all the time. I have a lot of uh, great women, great workers in my offices, and, and I mean pretty girls, you know, pretty ladies that do the work. And, you know, uh, and I've had women, I've never had any woman that's ever worked for us that they were ever, uh, somebody was trying to get at them or, or doing something, you know, would have those, uh, those well, the sexual opposite. cases. They were they call saying that? when they would come here to the office, and it was so nice to be able to work in an atmosphere where they weren't always being approached or yeah, saying on sexual or, things. Or, yeah, and, I, and that just blessed me to no end. I said, well, well we're a born again organization here, mm -hmm. and we keep with ourselves. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And I mean, it ju it's just that simple. So it's an honor that uh, when when they say such a thing, you know, I have worked in the world before. But my God, and somebody's always getting, they always were trying to get hit on or whatever. I don't know all that stuff. And they had those, what they call those kind of cases, sexual something. Harassment. Sexual harassment. We haven't had none of that here. And I mean, we've been doing this 46 years. But we are a born-again organization. We keep it ourselves. And if we find out something, if somebody goes to say something like that, we address it immediately. If it happens, you know, we do it. We just don't say, well, maybe you misunderstood. Or I'm going to take her side. Or I'm going to take his side. No, no. We're going to take the side of God. And the side of God is to keep ourselves. That's good. And this is the confidence that we have. That's right. I can, I can say it like that. And this is we have. If we keep ourselves, that we ask anything according to his will, and we already know his will, he hears us. Mm -hmm. And he gives it to us. Right. It's just that That's simple. That's good. That's a great promise. You know, I have people, I have several preachers have told me, you have the most long-term partners I've ever seen in my life. And I said, why would you say that? This particular person said, well, I talked to this family. The grandfather started giving to you 45 years ago to your ministry. The son been given to you uh, 20 years ago. And now the grandson, who's barely just still a little boy, he is 
a partner. That right. blesses me. Now, why did they do that? Number one, they trust me. Number two, I hadn't pulled them shenanigans. I do what I say. I keep myself. Mm -hmm. And by keeping myself, that makes me accountable to God and accountable to all the partners. All the partners that send finance to this ministry every month. And I want to tell you something. 100% of this is no lie. 100% of what you give goes in a world evangelism to reach people, to change lives one soul at a time. We also tell you that the anointing of increases on us. We ask people to give. This, this, this boardroom chat, if it wouldn't be for our partners, we wouldn't have the television lights, wouldn't have the camera, wouldn't have this table, wouldn't have this chair or what's behind this. All this was built by partnership, ladies and gentlemen. Why? Because we kept ourselves. We don't, we, we will not, oh, I can say it in the Holy Ghost, we will not disappoint God and we're definitely not going to disappoint our partners. So if you want to be a partner, maybe the Lord's been telling you, how do you do that? Well, whatever you want to do. Whatever you want, you can go to jdm.org. That is our website. And you can hit the donate, uh, select the donate button and give a donate if you want to. Mm -hmm. Or you can use PayPal. Or you can text to give if you like that. Or you can mail in like in the old way or just mail in a donation. And then I say this all the time. I had one of my secretaries tell me that the other day. I've never heard a preacher say this all the time. You always say that if you don't want to give, don't. Please. I'm going to say it again. If you don't want to be a partner, fine. Still watch the boardroom chat. Watch the faith, the facts, the glorious living. All we want to do is be a blessing. But if God is telling you to do that, then keep yourself and do his obedience and watch this anointing of increase that's on me and Kathy. Hundredfold anointing is on us. And it's not, we're not trying to get something from you, trying to get something to you. We don't touch your money. None whatsoever. God has been so good and gracious to us. So we do that. So when I hear somebody say, you don't have to do this, I, especially about giving, I say, are you looking somewhere in the scripture not to give? I mean, you could have found that out immediately. Just don't. You know, you have a free will. But me, I look for ways to be a blessing in any way, shape, or form. I don't let people take advantage of me in any way, shape, or form. And, and, but I tell you what, God's word and God's finance is a holy thing. Mm -hmm. And, it's, and we use, we, you've heard me say, if you have a dollar given to our ministry, give us a soul into the kingdom. And we do that. And God is so good and gracious to us. So I, I'm glad the Lord brought this to me. He keepeth himself. Yes. He keepeth himself. So right. when the devil's coming at you, maybe you're in a, a trial and a tribulation and a test right now. It could be spiritual. It may be physical. It may be financial. It may be all three. If you'll say, I'm going to keep what the word says, that's keeping yourself. That's the right. word will surround you. That's the whole armor of God. Helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, loins girded about with truth, shield of faith, sword of the spirit, feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Mm -hmm. How come there's not a lot of peace in the church? Because some people are walking around barefooted. <laughs> they haven't been shotted with the, or yeah. shotted, if that's the right word, or yeah, shod, shod yeah. with the gospel, the good news of peace. Yeah. The peace of God, the peace from God, and the peace with God. That's Say something, right. Kathy, I'm preaching now. <laughs> I like it. I've enjoyed it. Uh, okay. I like that whole thing about the, the scripture again. We know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not. That means that's for everybody, every one mm -hmm. of us. So many people have been convinced by, by the you know, uh, experience of other here. people uh -huh. that uh, they, there's no way they could live for God. So maybe they've been hesitant to ask him into their life because they don't think that they could live for him. But this scripture here tells us that we can have a power to live a sin free life. Once we come to know God, he helps us to overcome those things. He says, but he that is begotten of God. Who born again. Keepeth himself. I love that. And, you know, I was just reading that in the uh, Passion Translation. It was so good, too. Read it, it said, we are convinced that everyone fathered by God. 
That That's part even really better. Touched me. I like that. So you realize who you're related to. Yeah. You know, when you're who's your, your father? Who's your daddy? Who your daddy? Who your daddy? Yeah. <laughs> but like, who's your? I mean, we laugh. Who your daddy? <laughs> you're making me laugh. But it's so true. He is our father. He's our heavenly Amen. father, and we have a responsibility to live and act like he would want us to act. To be to bring honor to him. He says, "Does not make sinning a way of life." Well, I'll tell you this. I don't have any problems with sin. Sin has a problem with That's me. That's right. Mm -hmm. I like to give sin problems. Mm -hmm. What about by shutting it down, yeah. by rebuking it in the mighty name of Jesus and allowing Christ to flow in us, Christ in us. I'm very aware of the people that are around me, mm -hmm. that are watching me, and I make sure that my life is clean. And how do I do that? Is by keeping myself. Now, you know, people are always saying bad things about us and different preachers. You're going to have that. That's persecution for the word's sake. But that, that's water on the duck's back to me. You know why I don't worry about it? Because it isn't true. That's why the water rolls off. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? I've had many darts shot at me, but I got a shield of faith. Yeah. But here's something else I don't do. I don't carry the darts around stuck on my shield. Right. Knock them off. I knock them off. I ain't got time for that. Right. You know, and I, 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 I want to be a lean, mean fighting machine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> By keeping ourselves through the right. power of the glorious gospel mm -hmm. of God. Now, that was John was teaching that. You know, maybe that's the reason why he lasted longer than all the other ones. You know, he was the last apostle to go home to be with the Lord. Right. And I love that even in his young days. I am the disciple God loves. Well, he didn't quite start out that way. There. No. He had another name called the Son of Thunder. Yeah, he could get he mad. He wanted to call fire down from heaven on somebody who didn't, Burn somebody. Do, who didn't do what they hey, John, wanted. Hey, John, if you listen in heaven, I understand what you're talking about. I <laughs> wanted to do that myself. That so just shows the transforming power of mm -hmm. the presence of God in your life. He was totally changed because he was with Jesus. Yeah. And that he gave us the, the model to live by, that we okay, can live an overcoming you life. You just said something popular, that he was with Jesus. I want to tell everybody watching today that's born again. You with Jesus. Mm -hmm. You with Jesus just like John was when he was walking with him on the earth. In fact, he's closer to you than he was walking on the earth because now he lives inside of you. That's right. In the form of he the Holy Spirit. He gives you the power to live an overcoming life. Yeah, not just Maybe coming life, overcoming. Yeah, because he, he made us more than a conqueror. Yeah, and if no, God be for you. Who can be against you? That's it. Nobody. I mean, I so think about that. I mean, we have so many wonderful scriptures that all we got to do is lay down on. Just... You know, I got your back stuff, you know, just lay down. And just, you know, he making me lay down in green pastures. Yeah. Could you write a song like that? Would that ever come out of your mouth? The Lord's my shepherd. Can you imagine David on the backside of a mountain with a bunch of sheep? He's got his little lyre or a little harp thing, mm -hmm. whatever he's using, and he sings a song. The Lord is my shepherd. I wonder how he sang it. What words, what tune did he use? I shall not want. He maketh me to lie me down to, in green pastures. Sing, you actually want me to sing that? Well, would you sing it? <laughs> no. Go ahead. Yeah. Give it a shot. No, you could have just I'm not <laughs> a singer. You know I'm not, not the singer in the no, family. No, you know why she's not singing? Because she's keeping the, herself. I'm keeping myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've heard her sing. You know, you know. The evil, I'm not going to let the evil <laughs> Kathy's a beautiful woman with the voice. Mm -mm. But anyway, now preaching voice, she got a preaching voice. <laughs> if she starts singing, please God. <laughs> well, you know, I never. Well, go ahead and sing it. What do you think? I don't know. I don't. See, I would like to know the melody line. You'll, uh, of that song, because that was a hymn he sang. Mm -hmm. You see, and it, actually it's prophecy wrote in advance of what right, it was. Right. And I like that girl he knew, Shirley. Shirley, yeah, Shirley goodness, goodness and mercy, you know. Her name was Shirley. She follows him everywhere. <laughs> she follows him everywhere. <laughs> Shirley, goodness and mercy, shall follow me all the days of my life. Do you and have I a Shirley in your in life? The house yeah. of the Lord forever. You, I have a Shirley in my house. Uh, yeah, Shirley, goodness, follow me. 
all the days. Surely goodness. My God. I know you're thinking That's he can say something funny about anything. Yeah, but when you understand it, see, it made you think of the word surely. Yes. In other words, it's a fact. Yeah. It's going to come to pass. You know, I believe that he wrote a lot of those songs in advance of what the enemy might do because he maybe had had some encounters. Mm -hmm. In the same way, I used to say that you have to rehearse your victory dance yep. because so often... Yes, that New Orleans Saints player one time. Did yeah, you say that? Because, I, I mean, there's th we're all be believing for some things. So it's time. So get ready because the victory is coming. The promise is going to manifest. So I remember thinking about that and I'd watch the football games and, you know, I didn't really follow them. I don't understand the rules or much, uh, anything like that because I was always in the band so I didn't pay attention to the game but I was always watching the the band leader, <laughs> but the, uh, I remember seeing them dance when, at the end after they did a, did a, a field goal, a touchdown or something like that. And so I remember asking my friend, uh, Tony, and I said, hey, Tony, do they practice that or is that just spontaneous? Do they practice it? He says, oh, yeah, they, they spend a lot of time practicing that. Yeah. So, you see them, honey, you know, yeah. they, they do whatever they do. So well, it's important. Cause, so, so get ready to, for your shout. Be prepared. Think about how you're going to rejoice. Think about the celebration you're going to throw when you get that, that new house you're believing for. Think about the housewoman party or, or yeah. the celebration that you're going to have for the birth of a child you're believing for or a marriage or a wedding, something, whatever it is that you're believing for, that healing, that healing manifestation. Think about all the people you're going to tell. Prepare ahead of time, rehearse that victory celebration, whatever form it is. Maybe it's not a dance and a jig, but maybe it's something else that well, you're doing. What makes somebody good is rehearsing. Rehearsing, uh, yeah. I, I saw some actors, uh, they, they said before they um, do a movie, they, they do a read. A run, they, get all they the, run through, they read the they whole They read, thing. they're all sitting around the table and they got the script and they're all reading their parts. And all of a sudden the movie's being made, how they going to... How are they going to act in this character that they Yeah, and I've, I've even heard it said that sometimes when they all, they just read it monotone, but sometimes they'll, but they, they were talking about, I think it was a few good men. We were watching the behind the mm -hmm. scenes for that and what happened, how that rehearsal happened and how they said Jack Nicholson, he read it as though he was the, the actually filming it. Yeah, his part, and it kicked everybody up a notch, going in to give their A game their best right, right from the right, very beginning. Right and I think that's what happens to so many of us. We're not putting on our, our best effort. We're just coasting and just doing the, the least amount possible. But God wants us to give it everything we have, to walk, do everything with passion and, and uh, yeah. excellence for see, his glory. See, if you don't keep yourself, you're going to do some things that people won't hardly ever forget. And, I, and I, I don't mean this to be crude or rude, but I mean the whole world saw it, is when that uh, actor Will slapped that guy. Yeah, yeah. First when he was talking, and maybe the guy shouldn't have talked about his wife. I agree with that, whatever. You know, I don't know. I don't, I, I've never been to an Oscar thing. But why this guy, I mean, he, and why is it all, and everybody loved Will Smith. I mean, all these films he did real good, you know, and all kinds of stuff. But that one slip, now notice this. He didn't keep himself. He didn't keep himself. Now why is that? When he first said it, I saw the I saw the playback. He was laughing, but then his wife looked at him and said, "In a sense, I guess that looks said, you're not standing up for me." And buddy, he got hot. Now, and he even though he won the Oscar, what are you going to remember more than anything else? Yeah, the part that you didn't keep yourself. Didn't keep yourself. And then he repented of it. I think he did. That's what he said. You know, I'm, I'm gonna accept what people say. You know, and uh, I like what Denzel Washington said. Uh, he said this: "All I knew to do was to pray for him." Yeah. At that time. This, in other words, I think when you win an Oscar, that's as high as you get. At the top of your field. At the top of your field. And of all that time, all that hard sweat, work, intelligence, whatever it takes to do those parts, become that character, do, that's work, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, hard work. 
and could be lost in a moment. Now that he's not invited to the things anymore, I don't know if they're going to reinstate him. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that part of the world. But I'll tell you that people are going to remember it forever, and they shouldn't. They should remember him taking that Oscar and doing his Oscar speech. You see what I'm saying? But I mean, I'm not being critical of it. But he didn't. That's what happened. But I appreciate what Denzel Washington said because I read it, and he said he said. They said the next thing you knew that Denzel was pray- him and Tyler Perry started to pray for Will Smith. And, and, and the other gentleman, he handled himself real strong and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, but I'm pretty sure he was mad as a hornet, but he didn't, he didn't show it. He, he kept, kept his comedic himself. thing going. He kept himself there for a minute. And, uh, and, uh, and, but in other words, it should have never happened. You see, watch that. It's your best time, the best part of your life. That's when Satan will show up and just try to knock you out the park and hurt you. And that happens in, in the religious world, the secular world, the movie world. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just saw a movie, and I, we, I really I saw the first one. It was called Top Gun with a, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, you know. Now, watch that. And then um, we saw, what's the name of that? Maverick, is that what it's called? Top Gun Maverick, something like that. And I really enjoyed the movie. And, uh, I mean, I really did. It was so American in a sense, and it made you feel proud to be an American. Because it was the tough thing they were doing to do this in, in the screen. And I looked at Tom Cruise. I said, boy, he ain't aged much. You know, and I don't know if he's had some work or not. That's neither here nor there. He's, the, still, the number's still on him. I don't care when he was young. And he is now. But the thing that I, 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 I couldn't get over, uh, I happened to turn the television on, and they were talking to another actor. And this actor said, Tom Cruise is irrelevant. And I thought, what is wrong with this fool? That's just jealousy. He hasn't played characters like uh, De Niro or... Pacino or Brando, all these different characters. Well, maybe, sir, he just done the ones that he wanted to do. But you didn't like that. Well, he, he didn't tell you what to play. But maybe that was just a little jealousy and envy. See, that guy didn't keep it himself. He should honor every actor if in, the, in your field. If they, you know that's not an easy thing to do. There are some people who can sing better than you. And there are some people that can act better. Lots of people sing better than me. No, I didn't say that. She said that. <laughs> or oh, whatever. I know there's a lot of preachers can preach better than me. I, 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 and you know what? I'm glad to hear them. I'm glad to toot their horn for them. That's not the issue. Because I am doing what I do. I don't get out of my lane because God didn't tell me to. How do you do that? I keep it myself. I'll tell you a secret of mine. A lot of people don't realize my words are my bond. If I tell you I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. You can ask my daughter. My daughter says, if my daddy tells you he's going to do something, you could take it to the bank. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Well, you know, I, I'm booked up quite a bit, and I preach quite a lot. And I, I was preaching. I was booked in this church of about 800, and someone asked me, and I'll keep their name private, to do this major, major meeting with uh, 70,000 people as a guest speaker, as the main speaker. And I told him I couldn't do it. Why why can't you do it? I said, well, I'm booked to go over here. And they said this, well, how many people are going to be there? I said, well, if it's full, probably about 800 people. But man, you're talking 70,000. I said, yeah, but why aren't you going to do it? It's not that I didn't want to, because I gave my word. I kept myself. My word is my bound. God keeps his word. Psalms 89, 34, my covenant will I not break nor alter the thing that goes out of my lips. Ephesians 5, verse 1, be you therefore imitators of God as dear children. I said, I'm gonna, I want to be like God. I want to do what God said I should do. I, that when people see me, they see Christ in me. So I, I didn't do it. I'm not bragging on that. It was not hard to turn it down because my word preceded me. 
You see what I'm saying? I kept myself. Right. Now, you know what? That person asked me to preach another, another big, big things. And it was just such a blessing. And I said, I can do that then because I hadn't given my word to someone else. You see what I'm saying? I told the Lord that I would, I would bless his holy name. And I mean, it touches me when I think about it. And I've done that. I mean, I'm not perfect by no means. And I, but but I'm, I'm quick to repent. Mm-hmm. Quick, you know. And the only time I've ever messed up, and God is my witness, ladies and gentlemen, is when I didn't keep myself. When I felt the Tabasco sauce coming up my leg, I'm about ready to get mad. All I had to do was turn the fire off. It's just, it, it, just. Yeah, and the more you practice that, the easier it gets. And the easier it gets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a shot right there, people. Just want to let you know that no. we've been married 52 years. I bear the marks of Kathy. You know how Paul said he bear the marks of Kathy? No, but I, it's a fact. I mean, it, uh-huh. it, you do really well now. Oh, I'm now, really now, now you, you want to stroke me. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm not perfect either. We well, know that's that. the truth. I heard a guy say this just recently. He says, you know, I thought I was perfect till I got married. And I found out I wasn't. <laughs> he said, my mama told, I, told me I was perfect. You're perfect, boy. And she said, but my wife straightened him out yeah. real quick. Praise yeah, God. reality check. It's such a blessing. I hope you're enjoying today. <laughs> I believe the Lord told us to speak this so you could keep yourself. Yes, you can Because there's do a it. day coming where you stand before Don't the Lord. And I'm going to paraphrase it. Because you have kept yourself, enter into the glory of the Lord. Yes. And the judgment seat of Christ, all the rewards are coming to you. That's right. And it's coming sooner than you think. That's right. I mean that sincerely. And you know, Jesse, that you don't keep yourself in your own strength. Mm -mm. That's, we don't want you to misunderstand that. God has given us everything we need in order to live an overcoming life. He comes to live within us. We've been fathered by him. So our old nature has changed. Everything old has passed away. Mm -hmm. He says, behold, all things become new. That means this new way of life empowers you with the strength and an ability to resist sin, to live a holy life so that the wicked one can't touch you unless you let him. So we determine we're not going to let him have a Mm. foothold, Mm -mm. not let even a toe in the doorway. Mm -mm. And we're going to rebuke him and use the name of Jesus to do that. Well, there's been things I've realized. I was telling a tax attorney who does Christian organizations and nonprofit organizations like United Way and things of that nature. And he said, you know, legally you can do this. And I said, yes, sir. But I'm not. And I said, sir, the reason why I'm not, because you don't understand the politics of religion. I would rather not do it, even though I can legally, because the Bible says shun the very shun appearance. appearance. Didn't say just shun evil, the very appearance, the appearance of it. Of See, evil. people would think that's apparent. It would, like, well, man, he's doing this. Well, I'll just tell you what it is. I, I want you to listen. This is years ago. Okay, this is the church I built and the studios. Okay, now I don't borrow money. We paid cash for all of this. Our faithful financial partners built this. But when I told him I was going to build it, now he, you know, he borrows money. He said, Jesse, go borrow the money on you personally. Mm-hmm. Watch this. Personally. He said, that way you'll own all the buildings, then lease it at the, at the, the normal price, not over the big market lease. Price. The market price. to Jesse to plant his ministries. And I looked at it. Now, if any other person did that in business, business would it, yeah. they would say, that is a very shrewd business uh, decision. But if I did that, I would be a crook in the Absolutely. eyes of people. Even yeah. though legally I could do that, I could have put this all in my name, take the lease amount from Jesse Penn's ministry, pay my note like everybody else does in business, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But you see, if I did that, that, that looks like that's an evil thing. 
So I shunned it because he didn't understand the politics of religion. Do you see my point now, dear? You would be uh, using it for personal advantage. Yeah, for personal advantage. When I don't need to use this for personal advantage, I'm already personally advantaged because I'm born again and That's I'm right. saved. That's right. See what I'm saying? And he never could understand that. Yeah. He said, well, you pay me to tell you. what." The, I said, well, I know what you told me is right. Legally, I can do that. And I can lease it at, 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 at the fair market value. That's not the issue. But it wouldn't look right. So I didn't do that mm -hmm. because no one owns a church that belongs to God. Yeah. You see? Do you see my point? That's what I'm talking about, keeping yourself. Not only in not sinning, right. but in also not right putting thing. yourself in the position that words could, could be spoken and it would look like you did it. Right. Even though sometimes people are accused you come hell or high water, like we say in Louisiana, mm -hmm. and we've had hell and high water. We had enough hurricanes to prove that. We just made up our minds to be clean and right before the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, even Jesus said that. They said, do you pay taxes? He said, aren't the children free? Mm -hmm. The temple tax, right. Why is that? Why is that? In other words, legally, he was right. Mm -hmm. But because it didn't look good in their eyes, he said, go pay my taxes, Peter, and yours. Yeah. He did the same thing I did. Yes. Jesus understood the politics of yeah. religion. I'm glad I remembered saying that. That it really helps. I hope you enjoyed today. And I mean that sincerely. Did you not want to read it? Uh, yeah, you can. We've got a couple of minutes, okay. so go ahead. Karen's joining us from Stoke Hammond in England. Sergio says hi from Cape Town, South Africa. Ava says watching from Alberta, Canada. Naomi says, good afternoon, Brother Jesse and Sister Kathy. Greetings from the Bahamas. I like the Bahamas. <laughs> yeah, and she had, had watched the Vision at Conference, too, and says she wishes, she hopes one day to come to the conference. Gay says, I really enjoy watching all your broadcasts. Carla says, thank you for this teaching. I love to watch you, you two and the love you have for each other hum, and how much you love Jesus. Praise the Lord. So even though we, we get into but it But you know what? Some people say we love the way we scrap at each other. We, sometimes we, get, we scrap, you know? Oh, yeah. Kathy ain't, go, Kathy ain't going to let me off the hook, and I ain't letting her off the hook neither. Well, you know, and I, sometimes I, both I, of us are hung like this. <laughs> 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 you know? I tell him you know? often, you know, his mother didn't finish raising him, so that's my job. <laughs> okay. but anyway. Well, my mother said I was perfect <laughs> until I married, until I found out I got married. Like that man said, uh, we just found that out. That I thought that so was perfect. That is so funny. That is so funny. Should I read this last one? It's kind of long. I had one, yeah, let me tell you, I had a friend of mine, he said, this is so funny, he was preaching. He said, you know, I never slept alone until I got married. <laughs> <laughs> never had, never. Never had, he said, I always had two brothers in the yeah. bed. <laughs> but he said, since I got married, I've slept alone. Oh, you get yourself out. That was funny. He was that is funny hilarious. Go ahead, read one more, we'll go. One more, Cindy says, thank you both for teaching what Jesus purchased for us and how to take hold of it. I've been working to build, build a business for the last seven years now, and I've found myself incredibly frustrated. God has been faithful in helping me to remove the barriers in my thinking, but you have helped me by connecting the dots on a spiritual level. As I work now, I am conscious of, the, of exercising my faith in God's promises to prosper me. Praise God. I especially love Jesse's comment about not putting a time limit on God concerning what you're believing him for. I've been taught that a, a goal without a time limit is a waste of time. I would love to know if Jesse has ever talked on biblical business principles. Oh, yeah. I mean, because the Bible's full of biblical principles. Oh, yeah, and you did a lot of you that know. today. Even. I know sometimes things are time sensitive. Yeah. But let me just tell you about God. He's never behind you. He's always ahead of you. That's right. That's and good. And so, you, you know, he, you're going to make it if you just believe. So keep yourself yes, in the love of God. Up. And you know what? The wicked one will not touch you at all. That's right. See you next week. Bye-bye.